0: Hi guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush
1: it. Hi everybody and welcome back to Habits and Hustle, solo edition, where we uncover, we talk about a topic that's out there in the ether that is of interest to me and hopefully you too. And where I'm joined by my foil, Shawnee. Hi, (laughs) Shawnee. And remember, guys, I just wanted to say from the top, A, I appreciate you guys listening, watching, all of it, all the things. And if you guys uh, have not yet subscribed, please do so. And if you have not left any review, please do so. It totally helps the podcast grow. And if you want any topics or guests, let me know. I love back and forth. I love when we get feedback from you guys because, it, you know, basically it helps us like design the show that what you want to hear. So let me know. Let me know all of it. And let's just go right into today's topic. Today's topic is we're going to go over three hard truths that are in relationships. All right, you guys. The first hard truth is... The more you try to get somebody to like you, the less they will. The second hard truth is a trait you dislike in someone else is usually a trait that you have in yourself. And the third hard truth in every relationship is that you actually need a little friction to make that relationship real, to make it authentic. And we're going to go into those deeper right now. First of all, what do you think of those three hard truths? I
0: agree with some of them and I disagree with some of them. Some, there's only three. Yes, I agree with one, I disagree with some. (laughs) Okay, so you agree with two. Actually, no, I agree agree wholeheartedly with the first one, disagree with the second, and I am medium on the third. Okay, so let's go into them. So the
1: first hard truth is the more you try to make someone like you, the less they will. I think that we can all pretty much agree that is true,
0: right? Yes, yes, definitely.
1: Right, because a lot of times when we want someone to like us, we like act desperate or we come across desperate, even if we're in intent, we we know our intention is not to. For some reason, we tend to do that. Like, I think that our personalities even like change and tweak. It's happened to me many times, Mm -hmm. right? Like when I really liked a guy, for example, I would always act weird or different than I normally would because I desperately wanted him to like me when I was younger, right? And like, once I walked away from that situation, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I mean, it <laughs> yeah, makes me so unattractive, yeah. right? Yeah. But we all tend to do that. So we come across desperate, even malintended. Is that a word, malintended or unintended? Yeah,
0: No, I agree with that.
1: The other thing is I think that we seem very disingenuous, right? Like how many times when you want someone to like you or like you see these things all the time when like people are like, yes, men, they have no, they don't have their own opinion forged or they just want to agree with everything you say because they want you to like them. Mm -hmm. It actually like backfires and makes you less attractive. It makes you unattractive, right? Versus just like having an opinion and being authentic and real, Mm -hmm. right? And the other part is like a lot of times we come across, again, very not authentic, which is the most unattractive quality.
0: Wait, I just thought of something that was kind of interesting. In a larger scale, like in terms of entertainment media, I think it's probably the only way, the only area that it actually works where... Trying to get people to like you can work because there are a lot of, for example, content creators or influencers or whatever who are super fake online and are completely disingenuous, don't have any authenticity, but they get they have a huge fan base who really likes them because of what they portray and they're really calculated in that. So that's interesting. That okay, it's actually like so interesting. That is interesting, but I don't find what happens in
1: social media or on social media to be real. No, 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 of course, all of it is a bunch of nonsense, and I think that like you could have a very likable persona but you're not really interacting directly with somebody. You're basically playing a role like an actor Mm -hmm. or an actress, right? And that you can be very likable as an actor and actress. A lot of times in real life, you're very not likable in that that way, right? But
0: as in to say it's the one time that that phrase might not necessarily hold true, which is so weird. I'm talking about in real time and in real life with real people. I believe
1: this to be most people... When you want somebody to like you desperately, as even as, as a romantic partner, sometimes you come across, because you want it so badly, you have, there's tendency to not even act yourself mm-hmm. and come across desperate. And desperation is like the most unattractive. Yeah. Right? So. Especially in dating. Oh God. And you lack the, like, again, it's like, feels so disingenuous. It feels so f- fake. It feels so like nothing is more attractive than someone who has like a high self-esteem and confidence and like act as if, Yeah. right? And people want to be around that energy. So that's the first hard. That's the first hard truth is mm-hmm. the more you try to make someone like you, the less it will happen. The second hard truth is that usually that, that quality that you dislike in someone else is because you have it yourself. Even if you're not Consciously aware of it, right? If you actually take a moment to do like some reflection or have some self-awareness, you'll see that it's because you have that in you, a little bit that really irks and bothers you. And so that's why the, that's the second hard truth. And I know for myself, it's like it's—I guess it's called projection, right? Like a mm-hmm. lot of times we we project on other people what we we have ourselves. And I've done this many times. Again, I'm putting it out there because it's something that I think. It's happened to all of us. We've done it at some point of our lives. And if we can just like bring it to the surface and talk
0: about it, I find it to be very interesting.
1: Have you ever done that? Don't you believe that to be true?
0: No, I think it can be true, but I don't think it is just the truth. Like I don't think any trait that you dislike in someone else is something that you have in yourself.
1: Okay, so give me an example of what you think would be a trait like for you. Like what would you dislike in somebody that you feel that you definitely don't have?
0: I have really good manners, especially when I go out to eat. And I can't stand people who have really bad manners, who are not polite to the waiters or the wait staff, who are just kind of gross at the table.
1: Yeah, but you're picking on these things. This is the okay No, so I can
0: name a hundred other ones.
1: Okay, name another one. I name really dislike
0: people who lie. And I very rarely lie. I don't like lying. I think that that's like a really bad quality. I would rather somebody okay. let me down and disappoint me, but be honest, than try and just cover it up and lie. I find that to be like a really frustrating I
1: that's okay. I agree with that too. I don't like people these who are, are liars. <laughs> okay
0: but it's i don't no no i don't liars i don't like people who lie you could be a good person right, who's not a liar con- but you might be lying to me and because maybe i don't know there could be a hundred reasons why are someone you confrontational lies. i I can be confrontational it depends on like what it is okay
1: well then maybe you're the anomaly because i believe no i don't think so i, I just think, think that you are i think you are an
0: anomaly there's nothing you dislike in other people that you don't have in yourself that's crazy i don't like people who complain I, especially about like mm. things that are That if you just get like a tiny bit of perspective you'd feel a lot better about i've traveled a lot and i've been to a lot of places with like literally nothing in the middle of like butt fuck south america and i've seen kids with like literally nothing so to me when I hear people complain about stuff I just get especially like things that are so like oh my god oh this food is bad oh oh I'm so sorry you're uncomfortable living at your parents house like how unfortunate for you every time I internally complain about anything I just think to myself what are you even doing like that's just crazy like how much you have so then
1: maybe you have
0: more perspective but I believe overall
1: I I guess what you're
0: saying and I understand like the lying one for sure but I actually would say that Oh, or this is a really good okay, one. Okay, which one? So I went to take a friend to a theater show for my friend the other day, and um, it obviously the it was like a one man shows, two one man shows back to back, and they were a little quirky, and a little bit weird. And literally during the show, she's turning to me and being like, "Oh, this is so weird. How are they even doing this?" Da da da, like. It's a small theater. I don't care if other people can't hear it. If you're putting out that kind of energy in a room while somebody is like pouring their heart and soul in this performance, it takes so much courage to get up on that stage to do whatever the hell it was that they were doing. Like, don't talk about it negatively right now. Don't talk to me. Let's focus on this. And I I would never do that. And that's something that other people do.
1: I understand what you're saying. There are definitely There are traits. There are traits. But I think the key word here is Usually. But I just have four very you're pick, common. Yeah, but you're picking ones that are, like, yeah, like, people who don't... Like, if I was to be honest with myself, I would say a lot of times when I don't like a habit of somebody, a habit, I should say, is it's because I've done that. I can see myself involved in doing that. Like, what you're picking out are universal traits that are just unattractive, period. Like, nobody likes liars. Nobody likes assholes who are, like, rude to people in a restaurant. Nobody likes... I mean, these are, like, universal things that, like it doesn't make it that you necessarily have it. It just means that universally, like most people in the world are not going to like people who are rude, who are liars. I mean, these are things that are pretty common. I think what I'm referring to are usually things that are much more like personality traits that are maybe aren't so like vicious in those ways. So give me an example. An example would be flakiness or somebody who kind of is like non-passive aggressiveness. I'm just making are, things up.
0: Are you passive aggressive? Because I'm, not, pa-
1: listen, I'm listen, not, and I I'm dislike people who are. I'm not passive aggressive, I don't think, but I think that I don't love confrontation. And so I've been in situations where because I don't like confrontation, I will scurry away from something and then be annoyed and like frustrated and act on that. So yeah, maybe I'm not like considered to be passive aggressive. However... Are there like elements of times when I have do- done it and I don't like it? Yes. What I'm saying to you is that like it's a difference between universally having like shitty qualities that most people have and then things that are like but pa- or quirks or things that like I don't like
0: in you because I see it in myself. But passive aggressive is also universal. I think universally people don't like people passive don't aggressive like passive people. not passive aggressive either. <laughs> Flakiness but- I think is also universally, which by the way, I actually am mildly flaky and I don't mind people who are flaky. I find it actually endearing. I, oh, I don't find if you think flakiness is endearing, not in the work setting, so. but in a real setting. I think that that means that someone's living in the moment, that they're present, they're doing whatever it is they're doing, and they're not beholden to me, some random person in this universe that is not actually them in their life. Okay, that's fair. Let's move on to number three. Okay. And I, think okay but my, I don't think you've actually established that no, number what two I, is true. What what I, I, no, I
1: think there's okay. So, what my point is universally, there's things that are just unattractive qualities, period. How about you guys listening to this podcast? Would you agree or disagree? Do you believe that usually something that you're not like loving in someone else is because you have it in yourself somewhat? And I'm not talking about things as broad and big as being a liar or being an asshole and being rude to people or being mean to people. I'm talking about little things Maybe passive aggressive can fall into that too. I don't know. Some people don't mind passive aggressiveness as much as me. I like disdain it. But I think it's because maybe I can be that way. But what do you think at home? Tell me. And then number three is that you need a little friction to make a relationship work. And the reason why I say that is because if you're disagreeable all the time, how do you like build something that has like a, a true foundation? Like you need to have a little bit of like
0: fight to like mm. to kind of grow that's my point do you disagree with that one too that one i'm just medium on but i i agree with that like in terms of what you just said i definitely agree with it's it's the idea of if you want someone to be strong in their opinion oftentimes giving them a little bit of pushback like this is actually a classic survivor strategy on on the show where if you really want someone to do something and they've brought the idea up to you instead of just like super agree being very agreeable with it give them a little pushback and have have them plead their case even more to you because then they'll get stronger in their ideas. So I
1: see what you're saying. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's,
0: so that's manipulative. Right, that's sure. A manipulate, that's but it's a the idea of the, tactic. But it's the idea of the friction developing a stronger... Hold in that person after. I totally, I you know totally, I mean? yeah. And it's a great, <laughs> but it's yeah, a that great is manipulative that It's is. a manipulative
1: tactic that's very, very good in business, by the way, which we could do a whole other podcast Actually, on. That, that is good in business. I never even thought about it. It's that a way. great, it's a right it's a great business tactic. What I'm talking about is much more about the idea that. When you fight with somebody because you have a disagreement, if you can work out that fight, it usually brings you closer and stronger as a a unit, right? Because you're going through resistance. It's the idea of resistance that helps, you know, really kind of bond Mm -hmm. and build strength. That's really what I'm talking about. What you're talking about is that is more well, no
0: I understand I was just relating it to what you said at the beginning yeah but yeah I hear you I think a little friction is good I think that there is just a fine line like I think when it gets too much that's when it starts becoming a oh problem. yeah that's why I say like a little friction I think when people are just like very agreeable all the time with
1: each other it lacks some kind of like some stickiness in a way, you know? And again, these are these are all malleable, right? So if you guys have any opinions, let me know. But those are my three hard, these are, how about this? These are my three hard truths in relationships. What are your three hard truths?
0: wait I actually really can you okay next time we meet up obviously it's gonna be in a while but just think about like when you're in a situation and you're sat there and you're annoyed with someone think to yourself do I do that also yeah because I'm so curious if there are ones that you there's actually so many. don't do as well yourself there's so many I'll tell you one that
1: I think is interesting I really I hate flakes I really do I think I I really don't like that but I've been a flake I myself. love a good flake I don't <laughs> you know what I hate? And I'm very much, I don't do this. I, I mean what I say. And I say what I mean. If I say I'm going to do something, my word is really, really important. Mm. And when people are lax on that, it drives me crazy. I hate that. Yeah. But again, I think I've learned to be better at it. And I've learned to be good at it. I think probably at a time in my life, I wasn't. And that's what's kind of like why it kind of like stings and bothers me to my core mm. more. So that's what another thing, like, I think that maybe you're not like this now, but maybe at a different phase of life, it could be something that you were more like at, at some point. I'm just, I'm just yeah. throwing it out there.
0: It, it Well, there are all the things I dislike are things that I've definitely like things that I dislike in other people are definitely things I try to make sure I don't do. Mm-hmm. I will okay. say that that's for fair. sure. That's okay. definitely true. Like if I notice something, especially if in a social setting, for example, I really try and be cognizant. I think in life you have so many years, right, to learn and improve and grow. And like, I'd love to be just the best person I can be at all given times. And that's just a constant evolving process. So whenever I pick up something, like if I'm in a social setting, for example, and I see someone do something that I'm really turned off by or I just find, you know, it like, I don't know, makes me feel weird. Then I think to myself, do I ever do that? And if I do, definitely don't do that anymore. And, I, and I'm more mm. cognizant of it because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It's like filming your sets, right? Like when you film your set, you can improve. So when you can see somebody else do something that's something that you don't want to do, you can visually see how it's bad. You don't have a camera on you 24-7 to see how you might want to improve yourself. But you can look at other people.
1: Right. So I guess to kind of conclude this and bring it to, to its end... <laughs> to, to a conclusion. Yeah, to, to a conclusion is being recognized and be cognizant of when you don't like something in someone, maybe have a reflective moment or that self-awareness moment where you're like, hmm, mm. why don't I like that? Is it because I have a little bit of it? Like, why does it bother me so much? Like, to me, the whole purpose of doing these solos and or everything in life, in my opinion, for me, is to see if I can like shed or glean light or knowledge from what it is. So that's, that's the bottom line. So next time that you see yourself doing that, see why it is why it is that you have that reaction or you've that feeling and maybe you know kind of you know have that reflective moment and that's basically all yes oh you know what else i hate road rage <laughs> oh can't stand road rage yeah i see i don't like it but guess what i have it too sometimes Do you have it? i live in la i mean if you're telling me you have no road rage when you live in la i don't believe you
0: but i just don't understand like why am i go- like can't hear okay, you uh, you know when people like yell oh, I don't and like yell, they're like, just, like it's so frustrating but it's like, like okay. as if that person is like literally hearing you like it's like i'll have i have friends who have full conversations with the car ahead of them like as if like yeah they're- okay <laughs> which i get like you're trying to just get out your emotions and stuff but it also just cracks me up. well i can't stand like when you know when you like the road rage I think is really annoying I don't do
1: this at all (laughs) Like someone drives by, or they're so annoyed by you because you did something, like you didn't move fast enough, or like when a green turn, you know, red turning red, and they're like giving you the finger and like going ramp to your car. Like, why are you doing that? Like, I'm embarrassed for you. You know, like what are you doing?
0: Yeah, like you know, know, the odd like, oh, that's so annoying, is different than like you know the road rage.
1: Fuck you! Oh my god! Like they're like they're like taking it to a whole other level.
0: Yeah, it's like, dude, this wasn't a personal attack. Like
1: that's like crazy. But again, it's like love. It's all degrees, and everything's relative. So I have mild road rage. I don't do that, but you know, you don't get out of your car, start no, knocking the car on the other I don't, person's like, start window, swearing, you know, it, like s- swearing at the person, or, or like drive right up to their window and start screaming at them. No, I don't do that. Oh. Anyway, so thank you. And anything else
0: to add? I think that's good. Perfect.
1: <laughs> don't don't have road rage. Yeah, or, or try to manage your road rage yeah. if you live in LA. All right, guys, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this week's solo episode. And if you like this, I know you will like, hopefully love my book, Bigger, Better, Bolder. And why? It's because it's time for you to start living the life you want and not just the life you get. I not only help you answer the questions like what do you want most in life and why don't you have it, but I also help you make it a reality. The link is in the show notes for you to easily check it out now. And thank you again for being here and spending time with me. Now go show up to your life and live a bit bolder today.